welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. We have less than six weeks left. And we're down to three couples. I guess, I guess it is less than six weeks. Yeah, we we start out fun at day day fifteen of of marriage. This this season is not going super great. Not for them. For me, it is entertaining. <laughs> and don't forget, we're gonna gain another couple. Yeah, for a tiny bit of time before they break up too. I'm telling you, they they don't make it. I guess we'll see. There's no, there's no way. Somehow this season is is gonna go zero for six. That's wow. my that's, <laughs> that's my current opinion. Uh, but we'll see. Maybe my cynical take isn't isn't accurate. Only time will tell. But uh, in the meantime. Brennan had the realization after their whole conversation with Pastor Cal that it would look even worse for him if he didn't move in with Emily, even though he really didn't want to. Now he's here against his will. Or I'm just here so I don't get fined. I, I, thought, they, I thought they had done away with the fine, though, at this point. I mean, I don't know. I I heard there was a contract and something about $50,000. I don't know if that's still enforced or not. Yeah. Or if they just let some people get out of it. I don't know. I'd, I'd heard that that used to be the case, but maybe isn't anymore. I don't know. But I think at the very least, he, he realized perhaps how he would look. <laughs> and so decided to hopefully save some some face and and move in. Uh, yes. Meanwhile, her friend Emily and her friend are talking about how he won't open up on camera. So, <laughs> like, what is the point? Uh, hate and suffering, I guess. Trying not to look like a butthole while also still looking like a butthole. So that's that's great. And then, what did you think of this? We had Claire claiming that it's it's easy and natural for her and <laughs> and Cameron to live together. Is it? Do you? I mean, that's not what we saw this episode. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you agree with that assessment? No. <laughs> I not don't, af- I not don't. after the food fiasco. I mean, I don't. I don't either. And. Maybe she was just talking specifically about like personal habits, like oh, you just you haven't been in the shower when I've wanted to take a shower. Maybe that's the the extent of of what she means when she talks about easy and natural. But it doesn't seem like that's the case overall. <laughs> well, she visits him at work, brings him some food, and. She still, it still seems like she doesn't believe he likes his job. She's still questioning. Because she asked again, does he get bored? And he gave the same answer about how every surgery is different. Like if I were a doctor, (laughs) 
So this is like a repeat of the conversation in Mexico. I, I verbatim, and I don't I don't know why why we needed to experience that again. I don't know if she's just like, man, this really isn't impressing me. I mean, she said she was impressed he's running a business. Yeah, but how impressed do you think she really is? Mm. Mm. <laughs> well, I mean, I like I'm I'm a, I'm a little impressed. I mean, he uh like he's he's pretty stinking educated. Like he has uh, he has undergrad, grad degrees uh, in engineering. I mean, he's claiming here that he's one of the top carbon fiber experts in the U.S., at least as it relates to, to bikes. So That's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, that business is... is pretty highly rated on google oh well that's good <laughs> i didn't even think to look it up five 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 stars like 70 reviews good average <laughs> i mean yeah because he's uh it's essentially high-end high-end bike repair probably makes good money from that too then yeah probably i mean the some of the bikes that we saw in there are pretty, pretty pricey. I mean, talking, I don't know, probably like four, five, six, seven, eight grand. Whoa, sort of deal. That's it a seems lot to like spend on a bike. <laughs> don't, think, don't, don't be like Claire and judging this. Unbelievable. I'm not judging his <laughs> business. I'm saying eight grand on a bike is a lot of money. Well, remember they're carbon fiber, so they're they're uh, they're high tech and and expensive because a lot of a lot of it is you know high end sort of road racing bikes and high end mountain bikes. Uh, so, I mean, he uses his his engineering for that, and she pretends to be impressed. And also goes along with him when he makes her help him disassemble a bicycle. <laughs> did, you, did you think she was into that? I mean, she went along with it. It was a nice scene. Nothing like super anything to write home about. Do you, do you think that it brought them closer together? Uh, marginally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's better than than zero. At least you got to see him in his place of work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Next is Becca and Austin. It's her birthday, so they're meeting up with her friends. Yeah, a little birthday birthday dinner. They ask, "How's the sex life?" <sighs> a producer must have fed them that because. <sighs> Why else would you say that? <laughs> Wait, let me get this straight. You don't go around asking 
your friends how their sex lives are are going. I just I cannot imagine how awkward that would be. I mean, just think about any of our friends asking them that. It's so inappropriate. Look, the the boundaries are a little different on this show. And it's even more awkward when the answer is we have none <laughs> because it hasn't happened yet. That they claim well, no, yeah, I mean, that's all we have to go on. Apparently, Austin is the one slowing the train down. I wonder why that is. What are you waiting for? He's waiting to convert her to Christianity. I, I really, I don't know. <laughs> so Becca's rationalizing it, saying that at first she was worried he wasn't attracted to her, but now she just thinks he needs time. That's only going to work for, I feel like, a short amount of time. Don't don't worry. Soon enough, Pastor Cal will be meeting with them, being like, oh, you should just have sex. Do what married people it, do, is what it, he usually says. It, it works every time. I should know. I'm a minister. I'm supposed to tell people to have sex. You know, I mean... Uh, we had such lines like, I think we can deal with the whole Jesus thing from from her friends. Yeah, religion continues to be a big topic. I mean, under, understandably so. It's uh, one of those little wrinkles that ends a lot of relationships. The experts did not match these correctly. You know those, like exercises where you have a row of words on one side and a row on the other and you have to draw the line between them they kind of mix those up a little bit uh in intentionally so probably can't we can't have a we can't have a non-drama filled season with normal people who aren't having problems we gotta have problems otherwise what's the point we can't just have happy marriages. If you want some happy marriages, go go to go to go to real life. <laughs> so it's time for Emily and Brennan to move in. She has a lot of stuff that Brennan does not help her, uh, like move up the stairs. And, and there there was a lot I didn't like about that. Like personally. he's just standing there, like making fun of all her stuff the stuff she was bringing in looked like normal stuff like food and cleaning supplies and like it takes a lot of stuff to move into a place yeah so one the fact that he did not help her in the slightest with all of that the other was his his snarky comment to her like oh so this is how you spend your money oh i missed that yeah goodness no that was not <laughs> That that was not great in my opinion, and yeah, I mean, sure, she brought plenty of clothes along, but so much of the stuff that she was bringing along, it was it was like household stuff, like paper towels, like like where was his stuff? How did he only have two things of stuff? Because spoiler alert, he doesn't want to be there. And doesn't want to take much time to get out of there once this all 
blows up. Blows up. Okay. Well, I guess he just brought us some clothes then. Yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't really appreciate that because it's like, really, you're gonna be giving her crap when she's like, she's literally seems like she's brought along like dishes, silverware, paper towels, like cleaning supplies, like all of this stuff that it takes to like actually run a household and you're just snarking at her like oh you brought like 18 things and i brought like two. Oh, what a loser <laughs> <laughs> like you can kind of you can kind of get get a, a, an impression of uh, who who potentially cares more about this process in, in oh, this couple clearly he also uh if you recall mentioned the whole uh fact that he usually takes short showers unless he's processing stuff so that's like why she got this impression that he takes long showers all the time in, on the honeymoon because he was like taking long showers to get away from her essentially <laughs> oh that that's 100 percent what it is <laughs> that's terrible just hiding in the shower from his wife <laughs> uh, what what a what a healthy relationship combined with all the other stuff we've heard on after party and he's not treating her well it's behind just, the scenes they're just like, going the distance here it's terrible uh yeah so that's real that's real great and for some reason we have to bring lauren and orion back even though they are divorcing and i guess they needed time to fill in the episode so orion meets with his friend and i thought it was kind of weird where he's like now i'm divorced and he had this big smile on his face as he said <laughs> it like geez orion like yay i'm free it was like it took like a week, eight days. That's that's like a that's like a I don't know Paris Hilton length marriage sort of deal. Like that's like a you had the marriage and then immediately decided, no, this is not for me. <laughs> Yeah, he's not looking to meet someone right now. I just that segment to me was kind of pointless. I mean, when when has it not been pointless when he's I mean, been on screen? Well. <laughs> so Lauren also meets with her family. I mean, she's talking about pain and resentment. But her uh, sister-in-law really cheered her up there. Mm-hmm. Not a whole lot of positive stuff to say about Orion. No. Did not end well. <sighs> wow. Already. I mean, that was even worse than Dom and Mac. Yeah, that's mostly because of the reason why they split. Lack <laughs> of forgiveness. I wonder what Orion's 
ancestors thought of him completely refusing to have any sort of grace or forgiveness towards her. Mm. They probably mm-hmm. weren't very and happy. She's shaking their head. Yeah, so the real reason for this episode is the housewarming parties. You gotta have a themed housewarming party. Well, it's a married at first sight tradition. Emily and Brennan is everyone's going to be wearing wigs, so they go shopping. Mm-hmm, yes, where Brennan pretends that he can have fun. Yeah, it was very forced fun. <laughs> He's like, look, I'm here. We actually it, saw his smile. I'm in the process. <laughs> See, I can be, I can be having fun. I know fun, huh? Uh, yeah, so that's an interesting uh, theme. Is, I guess their the theme was wigging out. Yeah. Uh, Claire and Cameron's is anything but the cup. Yes, where I guess you have to choose a, a non-cup thing for your alcoholic beverages. Yeah, so apparently we see Cameron come in and he was supposed to have gotten food. He is empty-handed, so I'm not sure what happened there, like why he doesn't have food. Mm-hmm. Can we can we can we rewind a little a little bit because we, f- we forgot to mention uh, Beck and Austin went with a charcuterie theme. Their oh, their party yes. was charcuterie, um, and that is something that was very noticeable to me. And maybe maybe this is just just the the edit that that we're getting but they like actually talked about what their plan was and they were like okay like should we should we plan this out more should we just wing it like oh, oh like let's get this this and this which is i mean it's such a low bar but it's also like the best that any couple on this season has managed to string together in terms of like couple cohesiveness, <laughs> it's so, yeah, at least it, that we've seen. It's so it's so sad, but uh, that is, that is the case. But yeah, g- going back to more train wreck. Yeah, the, he uh, apparently was supposed to get food, and we don't we don't know like really the true situation here. Like how much of a plan they made, how much of stuff was like implied versus spoken like asked for volunteered like but he just arrives back and he's like hey you you got the food he's like no nothing yeah i didn't understand that and on top of that his friends aren't coming so it'll just be claire's friends yeah, what what do you think about uh, just the complete lack of involvement from anybody in his life? That's a little weird. <laughs> I mean, I know his family is like overseas, so obviously they can't be a part of it. And then I don't remember the reason why. I guess his friends just backed out at the last minute. Well, for in this instance, he mentioned something about them getting ready for a trip, but. Uh, I, another thing, I don't, I just 
with the level of stress that Claire seemed to be under during this party planning and preparation, I'm not really totally sure where all that came from. But then she just seemed like she was spending so much time like making those fancy balloons. Yeah, she was blowing them up the whole time. This this whole thing. But it wasn't down. but it wasn't just like blowing up balloons. She it was like she was like coating them in some like there was a or like putting a bunch of sparkle the, the, this was a whole like thing. Yeah, I feel like that time should have been spent on the food <laughs> instead. <laughs> I I I guess I was just a, a little confused at this whole thing and how much they even had any amount of conversation about what their expectations or hopes for this thing were. Yeah, and then like I guess because he didn't get the food he was supposed to get now they have their backup is this other restaurant that he like orders from but then i've seen this before where you like order ahead and it doesn't give you a chance to like pick a time so he still placed the order anyway instead of just waiting because claire was freaking out about it when and then they got the food and then it's cold because they didn't he didn't turn the oven on later like it was just a whole mess so so here's here's my interpretation of what what went down this this may not be aligned with reality not sure but it seems like claire at some point who knows when was like hey cam can can you like be in charge of get get food for the party and he was like okay sure and so he's just at work and he's like like i'll just get home and i'll place a mobile order for some food and great done where she's thinking okay i've asked him to get food he's going to go to the grocery store and like pick up all this stuff and he's gonna bring it home so that we can get this ready so i feel like that's thing number one then he gets home and is faced with her displeasure and it's like okay fine I'll, I'll go ahead and order it now which is when he makes the mistake or maybe he was doing that to prove a point i don't know but places this online order with this place uh that he then has to go pick up over two hours before the party <laughs> And, and, and then to make it all worse it seemed like what he was trying to do was like keep it in the oven on like a re really low heat which she seemed to have a problem with and so it just ended up in this like but it seemed like he for did he like forget to turn the oven on because it seemed like she was like oh it's not warm so as I understood it, the oven was on. It was just on to like 150, 200 in an effort, I guess, to keep the food warm but not make it horrible. Mm, that probably the food is probably kind of dried out after well, right, two that, or and three that, hours. And that's, <laughs> and that's what he said. So it was, I mean, it was just a fiasco and, and another illustration of the difficulties they have 
maintaining lines of communication and like maintaining anything more than just being in the same space and being stressed with each other. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's a, that's real great. A huh? little a little rocky. <laughs> really. So we then go to Becca and Austin's party, which is going way better, I have to say. Yes, Derek, his, <laughs> Austin's friend Derek comes, and a couple of Becca's friends come. So Derek talked about how he can be a tough nut to crack, which Becca is surprised to hear. So then they also talked about the religion aspect. Derek said he's an atheist. Derek is an atheist, yeah. not Austin. And he's known him for 14 years and religion has barely come up. Not a primary driver of his life. So he's like, it shouldn't really be an issue for you guys. So, I don't know. It's, we don't know, like, does Austin, like, go to church every Sunday or, like, we don't know, like, I mean, I, I don't I don't know the answers to any of this. I mean, uh, he, at least from Becca's perspective, it seems like it's becoming more important to him of late. Um, and so whether that's because uh, it's sort of more on his mind because of the whole marriage thing or, or what is going on, but it seems like it's still... Still a bit of a concern for her. Uh, Austin got the whole, oh, like, you need to communicate thing from, from her friends. Yeah. But wait, I mean, like, I was a bit stressed watching the other two housewarmings. <laughs> like, this is the only one that, like, yeah, this one went was well. not antagonistic. Yeah, and, I mean, and horribly awkward. The next one we see is Emily and Brennan. Yeah, which I mean, yet again, just he's really pulling his weight here. You know, thinking again of just not helping her move, and yeah, all that. So the crux of this was Brennan's chat with her friends, Kiara and Alex. Chat? I think you mean interrogation. Well, yes, that's what it ended up being. They think he's not enough of a backbone for her. But he claims he's a giver. He gives more than he receives. Hmm. I'm skeptical. Can Can I also point out a little gem from that conversation where when they kind of angrily pointed out that he had not you know he didn't help her move like all this stuff and he's like well yeah in real life i would have helped her move <laughs> that is insane <laughs> like i i know these are strange situation right it's like you married at first sight but this is your life currently. What are you? What are you yeah. What about just being a decent human being and helping your wife who has a 
sprained wrist. Move her stuff up. Right, but even to like compartmentalize in that way, like, oh yeah, this isn't real life. I like I would be totally different if this was real life. That's ridiculous. Meanwhile, Emily's carting all of this stuff up from the ground floor of the of the apartment building up to their apartment with her freaking wrist and everything, just doing it all by herself. Uh that was a pretty uh, I feel like a pretty key moment for understanding how Brennan views this process and this relationship with Emily. Yeah, almost like they're playing characters or something, which is not true. Yeah. So the other thing I wanted to mention was can I just say I do not like in the slightest just the sheer amount of vocal fry in this woman's friend group. <laughs> her voice, her her friends, the one friend in particular was just like... Uh, I think there was alcohol involved. I know there's some slurring. Yes, but I'm not even talking about the slurring. I'm talking about the, the vocal fry where you just... Yeah, so... Uh, oh, it's horrible. <laughs> It's well, horrible. These friends, I feel like from this point on, the friends kind of like went a little too hard and they were kind of pointing out stuff like like the whole debate about him pulling stuff out of the oven, but it didn't help or plate it. Like that's not, that's not where you should be focusing your energy in terms of criticizing him. Yeah, so, so, so my theory is, and I know Kitchen Night Pulliam kind of, took Emily to task o- over this in, in the after party, but she didn't really get a, a straight answer. Really? But, but but my theory is that there was a decent amount of venting that happened to these yeah. friends. And so like they didn't they didn't want to be like, yeah, Emily has told us everything. And so maybe maybe i'm just grasping at straws here but it's kind of seemed like that could be the case where they were like they didn't want to throw her under the bus and like revealing that she's just spilled everything to them and so they were like having to grab onto things that like maybe weren't the most illustrative of the situation but they're like the things that they had seen personally Versus, I guess like, that makes sense. Revealing. Although the one friend did let slip, you've been miserable to film with. So then he was like, oh, I see. <laughs> I see how it is. So yeah. in the end, they still ended up revealing that Emily had talked to them. Yeah. So, the, the, I mean, the level at which that happened, like, she, again, she claimed, like, oh, I just, just the, 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 the briefest of overview. <laughs> yeah. I think I think they got told some stuff. Yeah, because they were they were after him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just like, "What do you want me to say?" Like, I mean, he was just trying to defend himself. He's like, "Should I just quit now?" <laughs> She's like, "Please say yes, please, <laughs> please say yes. I don't want to be here anymore." Yeah, it got really combative. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely think there was some some alcohol involved. 
I mean, yeah, particularly the one with the green it's wig. It's Denver, so potentially some devil's lettuce as well. <laughs> uh, some cannabis. Uh, hard, hard, to, hard to say, but yeah, that was real awkward. Yeah, it was riveting, though. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Christy is all about the destruction of the institution of marriage. <laughs> Huh. Uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, sadly, Claire and Cameron's souse worming was not really much better. No, just a different kind of awkward, I guess. Oh yeah, they 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 have really perfected their unique brand of awkward. I'm not a big fan of it, to be perfectly yeah, honest. Yeah, their with you. their personalities don't mesh well. Like you've got Cameron's like sarcastic dry sense of humor mixed with claire's like i don't even know what to call it it's like she doesn't grasp what he's saying or she doesn't find it as funny as like somebody else would so it's just kind of like this jilted like it doesn't mesh yeah and uh yeah she she makes uh, a lot of comments of her own as 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 well Mm-hmm. which is always great but yeah she was just kind of freaking out about the whole food situation here by the by the end yeah uh so her friends finally come over i didn't even think the food looked that good honestly from what i saw well they got it like two <laughs> or three like, hours man, before this is sad looking food it was sad so one of her friends asked like something about his parents and or like does do his does his family know he's on the show and he says no basically dad doesn't know and he's like i wouldn't tell him that because he's on his deathbed but he just drops it <laughs> claire's like uh excuse me yeah how has he not told what? her this before that's how do you that's like an important thing it's been Almost three weeks of marriage here, like, uh, strange. Look, I I don't know. Okay, this we're talking about a man who has been like excommunicated from a church and like thrown out of a school before he was in his teens or something. <laughs> so I don't know if he's the best at interpersonal relationships. I mean, she didn't even know his dad didn't know he was on the show. So it was a double whammy. Yeah, so that's that's something that, that I did want to talk about. Maybe I, I, I probably should have thought of this while we were actually watching so I could play back the footage for you and get your impression. But it, it seems like based on what she was saying in the episode and then what she followed that up with on After Party, she was under the impression, basically, that that he just straight up lied to her about the status of his parents. Oh, based on that flashback they showed at the wedding where right. he was like, oh, we'll have a wedding in New Zealand. Correct. As if his parents knew that was the plan. Correct. So I guess technically he didn't say, like, oh, my parents are on board with this or I've told them. So she just assumed that was the case 
Yeah, so he like he did say he did say like yeah. But it was I know, it was sort of I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember what the initial question was back at the wedding that she asked him. She asked him something about about his parents, um, and his response was like, "Yeah, so the plan is like we'll have a second wedding." So I'm I'm not sure if his intention was to mislead her or like the yeah was like a oh I've heard I've heard you. This is what I was thinking. Yeah, it could have been the latter. So. I don't know. He just is not great at the whole flow of information. Yeah, that's kind of an important thing that she should have known about. So she didn't have to hear that in front of friends. <laughs> uh, what what a great what a great relationship they have. Uh I, I did you uh I don't know. I I thought it's kind of funny one of one of her friends was like, "So, how do you handle Claire's emotions, numerous as they are? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Some shade there. Uh, I, I don't know. This whole thing was because then, like, he split up with a couple of her friends, and it's like, yeah, it's been very rocky. Yeah, even the chats with the friends they all had were kind of stilted and awkward. Yeah. Know, he said sinking versus swimming. Like <laughs> things, the impression they both gave off here was like things are worse than we've seen. Yeah, and I mean, and she, I think she still remains. Uh, I don't know what the right word is, but like, I think she's more concerned about the religion thing as time goes on. Yeah, she should have been matched with Austin. I'm look <sighs> and put. Cameron with uh Becca. Cameron with Just, Becca. You think you think that would have ended well? Well, Becca's not really that religious, and neither is Cameron. Yeah, but, I'm talking just on religion <laughs> well, alone. You can't you can't just have a successful relationship based on that alone, okay? I'm not saying <laughs> that it would be. I'm just saying they the religion way it's distributed is not making sense to me, but yeah, I mean, I guess her big thing was she she wasn't very religious, and then, like, after her brother died, she's become a lot more religious. Mm-hmm. And so now there's the whole thing, which, oh, never could have seen this coming. But, you know, oh, if we have kids, you know, Cameron doesn't want to raise them re- as, as in religion because he's thinks it would be brainwashing them but i would want to raise them that way like oh wow yeah, this is really that's the crux of it this is really going super great <laughs> did yeah. did you appreciate uh his his line where uh, he was asked if uh he regretted this and his response was i i'd never get married at first sight again but I'm glad I did this time. It's a very <laughs> diplomatic answer. <laughs> Not like, yes, I'm glad I did it. I would never do this again. <laughs> but, you know, sexual frustration and complete lack of compatibility aside, 
It's been great. (laughs) (laughs) What a disaster. Uh, We see all of them debriefing. And with Emily and Brennan, that, that was the more interesting one. Talked about how they came at him unfairly. So she ends up apologizing for her friends. She doesn't even know what she's apologizing for, though, since she hasn't seen the footage. I mean, I I would gather that since she knows what she did or did not share with them, that she probably has a decent idea of what went down. Maybe so. But then again, it doesn't seem like she has very good friends, just based on like the pre-wedding footage, mm-hmm. yeah, especially that one friend who is like, you are like the worst person in the entire world. You are just garbage. Why are you taking so long to choose a wedding dress? Why are you so selfish? Like, <laughs> like what the? Oh, that's would... interesting how they were trashing her then, but now they're like really coming to bat for her now. Well, these are a couple different friends. Remember, these these two friends um, weren't at the were wedding. Not at oh, the wedding. okay. Yeah. Well, interesting selection of friends then. <laughs> Which it was also funny to me how she how she said that, I, I'm sure like it wasn't meant as a diss or anything, but they like came in and they're like introducing people and she's like, oh oh yeah yeah they weren't at the wedding, <laughs> you wouldn't know them, they didn't make the cut. Well, yeah, I think there's, from what I remember, there's like a limited number of people they're allowed to invite to the weddings so i guess they didn't make the cut yeah or they just weren't available you know with it being such short notice uh that's a possibility as well um i yeah i I, claire and cameron just end this episode as always like opposite ends of the couch feeling uncomfortable it's not great what's what's the point here in all of this they are trudging along that's that's my question uh what i what i did appreciate this episode was uh and you know there's been a lot of speculation across the internet as well as within my own heart about you know does austin actually feel attraction towards becca is he just going through the motions like everyone else? Uh, but despite that, I really appreciated the footage we got of the two of them this week. You know, it, it, it seems like they are much more on similar pages than anyone else. And, and I know the bar is super low, but even just looking at the two of them like, cleaning up after the housewarming together like legitimately both of them taking care of stuff like that's that's like a married person thing versus you know you had like claire and cameron who were like completely at odds through the entire process no agreement on like who should take care of what and just not in step with each other at all (laughs) yeah they're the only ones who actually seem connected and get along yeah and like you can i i mean at least 
personally, like I, f- I feel that a lot watching this season. Like there are a lot of times where I like feel the palpable awkwardness from everybody else. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, I just don't really believe you are in this at all. <laughs> and so I have a, I have an easier time believing uh, with with Beck and Austin just because, and maybe they're just getting an angelic edit, but it feels like they actually don't hate each other. Yeah, I would agree. Wow. Only one's possibly staying together at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, can't, how sad is it? We We get three housewarmings that's it (laughs) can you imagine what the housewarming would have been like with lauren and orion if they had decided to like stick this out that would have been pretty awful disaster but this is this is just over two weeks into the eight week experiment well it this normally wouldn't be like this but we had the runaway bride so we're already down a couple I mean, I'm not convinced that, you know, that wasn't a good idea. What wasn't? Like, running away. I think it might have been the right call. Oh, well, nobody should go on the show. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> No, I, I just mean, like, how specific of a person he seems like. Like, how are you going to find the right person to match with him? I mean, the experts think they found somebody, I guess. We'll see. Look, I think I'm going to have the last laugh. I don't think they make it. I mean, the odds are stacked against them. We've been like 0 for 5 or 1 for 5 for the last like five seasons. So <laughs> so bad. Uh, yeah, I can't in good conscience recommend anyone go on the show if they are legitimately looking for a long-lasting marriage. Wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Do you have do you have any other tea for for me? Anything that happened that we should know about? No, I don't get really any tea for this show. You... I don't I don't read spoilers for it, and the contestants' Instagrams are locked until after the season finishes. So there's like nothing to see as the season goes along okay. for me. Well, I'm a little disappointed, but I guess I'll I'll be okay eventually. Yeah, I guess uh I guess that that's that's it here. We're we're just uh trucking along. It's only four more weeks to go in the experiment. Or six weeks maybe. Yeah, we have eight weeks total, so six weeks approximately. Which is uh just about another six months in, in real life, so We'll keep these episodes coming. <laughs>